Those artists who don't have work, you know what their car looks like? I don't know. Yeah, they also don't know. They make a car. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So Douglas was running and he stumbled and got his feelings hurt by <laughs> eight-year-old kids. <laughs> what happened? La? First of all, la, let me set the record straight. Okay, when they were not eight years old, they were at least ten. Oh yeah, that changes everything. <laughs> but let me start at the start. Okay, you know I'm generally not affected by what people say about me, right? Because uh-huh. sticks and stones and all that. Actually, you know what? I've never seen you respond to nasty comments online. Mm, like, you mm. don't engage with them, right? Yeah. Once I saw this comment calling you a running dog <laughs> opposition <laughs> and your response was, woof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because pe- no, people have a right to their opinion, ma. And right. it's fine. You know, it doesn't affect me because... Uh, See, okay, if you don't matter to me, why would your opinions matter to me? You understand? Wow. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. so anyway, yesterday, I decided to go for a run at 7km uh, because I'm recovering from a knee injury, right? Right, your knees hurt because he has to carry all that ego, right? <sighs> you see? Not affected at all. <laughs> no, 7km for someone who's recovering is good. Actually. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, uh, there were also some kids uh, playing football at the small field near my taman. Right. So, running around my taman uh, is about 1.2 kilometers. Okay. So, I I'm doing my third round I pass these kids in the, in the playground yeah. and <laughs> I over I overheard one of them saying like oh 7 minutes in 40 they were timing my laps you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of them had a stopwatch or whatever it is and they were watching this uncle run around right? <laughs> you know, they were timing like 7 minutes in 40 and then he added yeah. lambatnya <laughs> Like, so mean. Then, then, then the other kid, yeah. his friend said, "Like, dear the uncle lah." I'm like, he defending you. I oh, I don't know, man. I think this one-two combo hurt my feelings a little bit, and I remember thinking. You know, Douglas, just give up lah. Just, oh. just run back to your house. You know, what's the point, right? Oh la, you got hurt feelings. It was also very hot, right? And it was going to <laughs> rain and... Hot or rain now? Which one? Up to me lah. My sorry, isn't it? So I could... <laughs> I continue running yeah. Then further up the road There were some aunties Doing their evening walk ah. yeah. And then one of them Saw me and said like Wow so fast you run oh. Super fit ah, young man <laughs> <laughs> And suddenly ah, My semangat came back And I was like Forget those nasty children <laughs> These aunties are telling the truth <laughs> So I completed my 7km run Well done me <laughs> Yeah the aunties Are more your demographic So like, you should uh, trust them <laughs> Fly FM We're talking about How savage kids can be mm. Douglas was running in the park then a few kids timed him Said he was running slow And called him uncle Like see you Just so unnecessary Lucky I'm not Will Smith You know I'm not somebody Going to get slapped <laughs> Yeah that was bad man. <laughs> but I've got some Savage nieces right um, Once I decided to stay Over at my sister's house Unplanned And right, my right. nieces asked Oh you're staying You got baju ah. <laughs> So I said Yala I have extra baju In my car And about 10 minutes later My younger niece Runs towards me Laughing And said Ah ha Riley say you can stay Because you have your your whole wardrobe in your car. Wow. <laughs> yeah. hey, you, your niece knows the word wardrobe, but not bad, actually. <laughs> Vocabulary <laughs> quite good. Huh? Yeah, well, she reads a lot and she's already like 13, right? Oh, okay, okay. I was like, oh, gas with my hands <laughs> on my chest, yes. you know? <laughs> Excuse me, properly offended. It was like they were implying I'm a messy person. And then I felt like the need to defend myself and explain myself. I say, hey, I carry all my things because sometimes I need to shoot things and we need extra clothes, okay? <laughs> and he just continued laughing at me. 
why, why are you arguing with the child? I don't know. <laughs> I just, after I said that, I was like, why am I doing this? Okay, no. First of all, right? We, you keep extra clothes in the car. I keep extra clothes in the car. A lot of people in our industry do that. I, yeah. for example, uh, I have uh, leather shoes. The yeah. the like proper what do you call it? The not casual shoes. The right. formal shoes. Okay. In my car, I've got a I've got a suit in my car just in case. Oh really? Yeah, I've got a leather belt. Right. Um, makeup. But you know, because in our line, you never know when you might suddenly need to shoot something, right? Right. Or jump on stage or do a performance or whatnot. Yeah. And so, do you know there's actually a term called cater artist? Oh really? Yes. I didn't. I, yeah, I only uh, discovered this when I was doing Malay productions, and they were like, "Oh, kau ni kita memang kita artis." Wow, I feel better now. Yeah, because <laughs> because because most of our cast look like this, you know, yeah. and it's good. It means that we as artists we have work because those artists who don't have work, you know what their car looks like? I don't know. Yeah, they also don't know. They buy a car. <laughs> so bad. Fly FM. Everybody, calm down. Our health minister denied that the MySajatra app has been sold to private companies. I don't know why everybody's angry. I think it's okay. I mean, much better that they sell MySajatra to private companies mm-hmm. than sell my privates to <laughs> Sajatra companies. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I didn't see that all coming. Mm. <laughs> so a lot of people freaked right when there were rumors that the MySajatra app was going to be sold to private companies. Right, yeah. But the most recent news is Carrie Jamaludin has assured Malaysians that the app is fully owned by the government and that all the data is safe. Yeah, so I don't know why I'm not terribly concerned about this. Uh-huh. Either I'm thinking my head, right? Okay, either it's because it's actually not a big deal, mm-hmm. or I, more likely I am too short-sighted to see the serious ramifications. <laughs> no, like a lot of people tell me, oh, you must turn off locations uh, on your apps. Yeah, you've ever had that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, or they say, oh, don't use the GPS, don't use the ways. You know, they can track you. Some even say, right, uh, you got to turn off the ad tracking because right. you're giving out all this data to marketers and whatnot, and they're going to create an algorithm and bombard you with ads. See, right. now I do not see how that actually threatens my life <laughs> to raise my alarm levels, you right. know. And and re- listen, uh, people, if they really want to track us uh, and get our personal data, they don't need the MySajatra. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I really key in info like my birthday, like my time of birth to read my zodiac signs on websites. <sighs> Congratulations, so. Wanita. Put your credit card number also. Actually, I have to if I want the full reading. Do not do that. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but I know I've got a friend who's paranoid about this data gathering stuff, right? Oh. So he will purposely confuse these tech companies by being as random as possible <laughs> or feeding them meaningless data points. Like what? Uh, he would do things like When he's doing online shopping yeah. He will buy his normal stuff uh, okay. Guy stuff But then he would add weird <laughs> He add weird things Like mini skirts what? And a leash And, and somehow he thinks right That this will confuse the algorithm Like oh Is this consumer a guy A girl or a dog I'm like seriously <laughs> guy <laughs> For lunch right He will order nasi lemak Chi chong fan And briyani So the algorithm can't determine his race <laughs> uh, This is the And I'm like hey Dude The algorithm doesn't care What race you are It'll yeah. just classify you as a glutton <laughs> Three things for lunch Are you serious uh? Fly FM So the MySajatra app Won't be sold To a private company And KJ assured us That our data is safe Yay. But since we're using The app so much We're wondering What features you would like To have on the MySajatra <laughs> app For me I'd like it to let us know How high the risk is At a location Before we check in right. like, Do a lot of people With close contact Come here Because if there is Then at least I could choose Not to go So you can assess The situation yourself And make a decision uh. Exactly So if you choose to go in then up to you law. Exactly. <laughs> if you can not COVID or whatever, right? Yeah. But since they have all our data and mm-hmm. they can track us like Kononya, yeah. 
then the MySejahtera app should also technically know if maybe, I don't know, DBKL officers are near me. <laughs> because, you know, sometimes I park, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, either I double park or it's on the yellow line. You know, and then there's a big sign, the signboard that says that he's a towing area and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Very stressful, you know, Juanita, because, <laughs> because I'll be eating in the restaurant. Yeah. And then every, like, two bites, I'll go out and check whether the officers are there on the road. Or whether they're going to tow my car away, uh-huh. then I'll go back, you know, have a drink, and then go back out again and check my car. It's very, it's very stressful. It's no peace, you know. I mean, the app's name is My Sajatra, right? Yeah. Do your job, lah. Give me Sajatra while I'm eating. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that actually would be super helpful, right? which means they probably won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got a suggestion which yeah. they can implement very, very easily. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the review pop up? Uh, oh where, yeah. <laughs> where they ask you, right? Do you enjoy using My Sajatra? Yeah, then the answer is just yes or no, not yeah. even a maybe, right? How do I answer that? Exactly. <laughs> Change it lah, my friend. Like, do you find my Sajatra helpful? That would be a more accurate thing to ask, right? right? Yeah, yeah, do, yeah. Because do you enjoy using my Sajatra? <laughs> Friend, nobody enjoys it. It's useful. I know. I think it's helpful, but yeah. no one enjoys it. Imagine a hospital asking, "Hey, sir, did you enjoy the surgery?" <laughs> no. Fly <laughs> FM. Starting April first, we'll also be able to travel to Singapore. Hey, I thought all this time can visit Singapore already. What? Just have to say, <laughs> "Oh, my daughter is giving birth." Counting <laughs> passport, also they give you back. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've always been able to travel back and forth to Singapore, but now it's more accessible to people who have been fully vaccinated since they reduced the travel requirements. Nice. Yeah, so you won't yeah. need to quarantine, no need to take a COVID-19 antigen rapid test right. within 24 hours of arrival, right? No entry approvals required, but you do need a pre-departure test 48 hours before leaving. I mean, it's good news for people who have families in either countries or maybe from Malaysians who work in Singapore yeah, and vice yeah, versa, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's not really the first destination I want. <laughs> to go to when borders open I mean I was excited when I heard we could travel to Bali but yeah not Singapore so bad you know you okay I also don't think Singapore is on the highest list for Malaysians I actually think more Singaporeans love to come here than the other way around because it's cheaper here the food is better here everything is just you know it's more free here yeah it's it's more fun here except no except when they get all the big concerts there because I know a lot of Malaysians when to Singapore specifically to watch Coldplay when they were performing there? Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. But for me, I think if they play Singapore, they probably also have shows in Manila or Bangkok, right? right. So I'd rather do that for sure. <laughs> yeah, Singapore should never be a first choice destination if you know what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I was on a flight back from Australia, I remember. Yeah. And there was this lady sitting next to me. La. Mm-hmm. And then she asked like, if I can switch seats with her husband mm-hmm. so they can sit together. Okay. And I wasn't in the best of moods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what do you do? <laughs> no, no. Plus, I like sitting at the aisle. So, I said, uh, you know, no. <laughs> I said, no, I'm not moving. Then she was all pouty and, you know, and uh, tried again. And she said, oh, with their newlyweds lah, and they're heading to Singapore for their honeymoon and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, you just got married. You have the rest of your life to sit together. You know? <laughs> Chill out. Like, you can manage a six-hour flight apart, right? <laughs> then her husband, upon seeing his wife fail to remove me, right? Yeah. He comes over and they gang up on me. You know, They're like, you oh. know, you are so selfish, you know. Oh. 
You are ruining our honeymoon. I was like, excuse me, you chose to go to Singapore. Your honeymoon is already ruined. Okay, <laughs> don't blame me. Fly FM. So Citizen Kane, which is a movie from the 40s, just lost its perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes. It just goes to show you, ah, uh, if something is too old already, ah, uh, it mm. won't be as popular anymore, lah. Right, ministers. <laughs> Now, in case you don't know, Citizen Kane is a classic film known as the best movie ever made. It is, but it has now. I've never seen it, right? What? I've never seen it. Oh I'm goodness, sorry. it's an incredible piece of cinema. You have to watch it. Right, la. I've read a lot of good reviews, right. but now it has lost its perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes because they found an 80-year-old bad review, and then they added ah, that to the score. Dope. So now, now the movie ranks lower than The Terminator, Disney's Pinocchio, and Paddington 2. Paddington, <laughs> ah, yeah, the bear. Yeah. Ah, doy. <laughs> Film fans will be so upset that an animated bear. London beats Citizen Kane out because of some <laughs> dumb review. <laughs> yeah, but reviews are important, man. I always read reviews before I buy stuff or visit restaurants, right? Especially, really? yeah. Mm. When you Google a place, only the best reviews will show at the top, and it's usually like maybe three or yeah, four yeah, yeah. reviews, right? But if you click more reviews at the bottom, you'll see the most recent ones, and that's usually the most important part. I think most people also a bit malas to read, you know. <laughs> but I think it's important to go through a few pages at least to see whether the majority say it's good or it's bad. That's my tip, lah. You very thorough <laughs> with your review reading, ah, uh, not bad. I usually only pay attention to reviews when I buy computer games, uh-huh. and I will look for the thumbs down sign one. Right. I will look for only the bad reviews, right, right. so I can see if the bad comments matter to me, lah. Like, for example, if the bad review says, "Oh, the voice acting is terrible," uh-huh. then I'll be like, "No problem, lah. I play with the sound off anyway." Right? <laughs> okay. But can you imagine if uh-huh. Citizen Kane was released now right. in this day and age? I think it will be destroyed. By online reviews, like what you see, all types of comments like, "Hey, black and white, je, cita piramid ke?" <laughs> you know, or like, "Hey, where is the post-credit scene? Ah, so lazy, ah, this movies." <laughs> hey, this movie only has one universe, ah, lame. <laughs> Fly FM. So Citizen Kane is a classic film that people say is the best movie ever, mm. uh, and it got a bad review 80 years ago <laughs> and lost its perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes recently. So it now ranks lower than Terminator 2. So messed up how one bad review can ruin things. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you were telling me about your first review. Yes, I got my first review as a stand-up comedian back in I think 98. Right? Was it written on stone tablets? <sighs> right. Close, uh, <laughs> or newspaper. Heard of those? <laughs> it was something called uh, the event was called Comedy Pest. Right. Uh, it was organized by Dato Hans Isaac, oh, and he hello. had all the local comedy heavyweights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Harid Iskandala was there. Afrin Shauki, the late Jit Murat. Uh-huh. Uh, rest in peace, bro. Uh, comedy courts, Indy and Ellen. Right. And I was hired as the MC, where I would do just two to three minutes between the main acts, lah. Right. So if you did badly, so never mind, lah, because the main acts will save the show, right? Uh, technically, yes. <laughs> But I also want to do well, lah. You know, it was my first time, yeah, yeah. so I wanted to prove to the audience as well as prove to the other comedians. Uh-huh. You know? uh, so the first show <coughs> Don't mean to blow my horn mm. But uh, I did very well Chamerlang Rate <laughs> <laughs> yourself How Malaysian of you Very yeah. well done <laughs> So because of this Confidence booster yeah. I then did something Really dumb For the second show Oh like. no Yeah I did new material Oh Yeah a lot of uh, New comedians Fall into this trap Right like They think the new stuff Is always funnier And so mm. I did that uh, mm. Back when I was much younger 
And uh, as expected, I bombed. Right. Yeah, bombed oh, no. really badly. And the worst part, that was the day a reviewer came. <gasps> To watch the show Talk about bad luck Yeah man No I meant for the reviewer <laughs> <laughs> You got no heart are you <laughs> so, so the next day in the newspaper yeah. I got my first review And it was scathing right. like, uh, They wrote like Douglas Lim stand up Fluttered between unfunny And very unfunny oh. <laughs> You know like stuff like that Proving that success on TV Doesn't automatically transfer to the stage oh, And it went on man. and on Yeah so sit up but I am a very, you know, lapang hati person. I don't keep things in my heart. You know uh. what I'm saying? I'm fine. Say whatever you want. It doesn't uh-huh. hurt me. But then fast forward 15 years later, yeah? I'm uh-huh. the king of comedy already by then, right? <laughs> I get invited by the same newspaper for their anniversary celebration or whatever. Right. I go on stage. I tell the story. Uh-huh. Everyone, including the CEO, is in shock. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, I call out the reviewer. Crystal Lum, where are you? Takut. He's so petty. Was she there though? No, like she was. Yeah, probably because it's been 15 years, Douglas. <laughs> Should probably move on. Can you try that as well, maybe? Yeah. Fly FM. It's Oscar season, so we thought, you know what? We have a co-worker here who is a movie reviewer on YouTube. I've heard a lot of good things about him and he has 20 followers. So we thought we'd invite him into the studio to talk about his favorite movies. It's time for Mosin's Movie Review. Hi, Mosin. H- hello. So today I want to talk about this uh, psychological thriller that okay. really thrilled me. Oh. Uh, it was so suspenseful. I was on the edge of my seat, you know, and I was sitting on the floor. Wow. So you can imagine my uh, suspense, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the story starts with a man living alone in Australia mm-hmm. and uh, in the first few scenes, you know, we see his wife is brutally murdered. <gasps> yeah, it's so scary. Wow. And uh, this uh, this traumatic experience, he made the man very protective lah, mm-hmm. of his only uh, son who was born disabled, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. But the father is too protective of him. So one day the son cannot uh, tahan anymore mm-hmm. and he ran away from home. Yeah, so the father doesn't know what to do. And so he had to travel across the uh, Australia mm-hmm. uh, to find... Uh, his son then this lady with amnesia so she she shows up and then uh, she want to help but she cannot help because she can't remember anything right yeah. so they go and search for the boy together right? and then wait wait uh, wait, wait Mosin you said you were going to talk about finding Nemo I would too lah huh? me finding Nemo lah yeah <laughs> So because the start the man live alone right and the wife die because he cannot attack by the barracuda oh. right and the son was born disabled kan I mean he's only got one small uh, me fin and then the lady can't remember things right so it's either I think amnesia or she has the acute prefrontal lobe damage yo mostly this is not a psychological thriller lah it's a movie about fish yeah but there's elements of addiction and gangsterism you know involved where they meet the three fellas who were addicted to eating fish. Those are sharks, lah. We got gangster war. The son joined the gang, isn't it? I mean, he was caught and put in prison by the authorities. That's the dentist who caught him and put him in a fish tank. That's one way of seeing things, yes. Okay, Mosin, so how do you rate this movie? Yeah, I love this movie very much. Uh-huh. It's a classic and very satisfying to watch. So I give it one star. Why? Why one star, ni? No, because after I watched the movie, my wife cooked dinner right? and it oh. was fried fish. Oh. So I kept seeing all the characters now dead, the eyes big, big staring at me. It was a very bad experience. <laughs> I don't recommend at all. Okay. Thank you, Moses. Fly F.
So the internet went nuts yesterday at how mm. Will Smith reacted to Chris Rock. He basically made a joke and said that he can't wait to see Jada Pinkett and G.I. Jane 2, which referenced her bald look, but Will wasn't having any of it. Because, mm. I mean, Jada has a condition, right? She has alopecia, which is a disease where your hair falls out and you're left with bald patches. But yeah, this is what happened. Oh, Richard! <laughs> Will Smith just smacked the <laughs> out of me. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? That was the greatest night in the history of television. Okay. <laughs> so, Douglas, as a comedian, what is your take on the whole thing? Well... As Chris said, uh, it was good for TV, right? <laughs> but but seriously, physical assault on an awards show, yeah. really, like live TV, mm-hmm. the whole thing could have been handled so much better. And and Chris Rock is a comedian, lah. Come on. But he made a joke about Jada Smith's hair, which is you know she said very publicly is because of a disease. Then if Jada was offended, Jada should have stood up. Right. Jada should have stood up Don't have to smack him Just stand up and say Chris I'm not doing this bald look Because of a fashion statement I have a condition How can you make a bald joke I mean that's so offensive Seriously Chris you can do better I bet you mm-hmm. Chris would have been on his knees Apologizing The audience would have stood up Give right. them a standing ovation You see what I mean or not I mean Will Smith could have done the same thing as well Correct right? He he! All he could have done doing his acceptance speech mm. when he won for best actor, which yeah. he clearly deserved. Yeah. The whole thing could have been done without physical violence. Mm-hmm. My take is, however, the joke wasn't even an insult. He, listen, Chris Rock compared Jada to GI Jane. Correct? Mm-hmm. What is GI Jane? She's in the military, right? Yeah, according to you no know, pop pop culture, mm-hmm. she is a uh, female marine yeah. with a buzz cut. She's a fearless, dedicated woman soldier mm-hmm. who the men considered equal or even better as a marine. Yeah. So, it, so you understand how is that an insult? If he compared Jada to I don't know a shameless botak filler who parties on yachts and stole money, <laughs> then don't say Will Smith lah. I also will go and slap him. <laughs> But still, we did a poll and people voted. And they still want to hear Will Smith songs on the radio. Really? Yeah. People mm-hmm. voted. You mean we cannot just meet the hotel and change the result, is it? <laughs> Fly FM. So yesterday, Will Smith and Chris Rock pretty much broke the internet after Will Smith reacted to Chris Rock for insulting his wife on live TV during the Oscars. We've got some calls coming in. Vanita, what do you think? You saw the video, right? Do you genuinely think that Will found the joke funny at first? I think he was genuinely laughing at the joke, mm-hmm. but I think something someone would have said, or maybe Jada's look because she wasn't laughing at all, yeah, so yeah. abuse, mm-hmm. um, that he reacted the way he did. But I think there's always, you know, two sides to a story. Mm-hmm. But something in Jada's face, or someone would have said something that would have provoked him because it's so unlike Will Smith, isn't it? He's a comedian yeah. like Chris Rock. He says the same kind of things on stage before. Yeah, but then Chris Rock's joke about the whole GI Jane thing, right? What about that? Chris Rock is a comedian. He always makes fun of other people, but I didn't think there was anything bad about his joke. You know, okay. I even for me, I just took it in good humor. But Will Smith shouldn't have gone on stage. He did what I would call a Kanye moment. Right. That should have been, you know, like talk to Chris later. Not go on stage and do what you do. Not especially when you're being nominated. 
a lot of people think it was an impulsive thing that mm. uh, Will Smith did. He couldn't take the anger and he, you know, he lashed out. He did yeah. not lash out, you know. This man stood up, walked in front of everyone, 10 meters to his friend. I'm guessing it's his friend Chris Rock. Yeah, smacked the guy, turned around and walked down. See now, if <gasps> if Will Smith, if if Chris Rock had yeah. gone down to the audience area mm-hmm. and had maybe gone near Jada and made that comment, then I still do not condone violence. But yeah. yeah Maybe will sponge or slap yeah. may be more plausible as a reaction, right? But not this one. Yeah, I think there's never a need for violence. But we also have Jane on the phone. Jane, do you think Will should have done what he did? Absolutely not. He should not have smacked Chris Rock. Mm. Was Chris Rock right in making that joke? Mm-hmm. Was it poor taste? Absolutely. He should not have said it. Wow. It's not right. Violence is not right. <laughs> And he did it in the Oscars in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Both so wrong, lah. I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't, I, 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 you don't ask a comedian this, this question, lah. Uh, so I'm so sorry. Well, everyone is entitled to their opinion, lah, right? And everyone has an opinion on this. Now we don't condone violence, but I personally feel that even though Will Smith stood up for his wife, he could have done it better for a sure. A lot better. Fly FM. Pretty sure you heard about the whole Will Smith Chris Rock drama. Keep my wife. I'm going to, okay? Yeah, but we also wanted to hear what you had to say about the whole thing. Howie, what do you think? Hey guys, I'm a big fan of Will Smith, man. Since I was growing up, lah, it's really hard to see him do something like this. You know, I mean, he always was the fresh prince of ballet to me with his jokes and all the nonsense and whatnot. Seriously, I respect the guy really standing up for his wife, lah. But really, personally, I will always think of him as a fresh prince. I mean, but after all this, he might have to move to live with aunt and uncle in Berlin, man. Right. <laughs> I've personally never watched the show. I mean, I have. Yeah. I watched it when I was growing up, and you know what Will Smith did on the that sitcom, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. What? He made fat jokes about Uncle Phil. <gasps> oh, he really? He made nerd jokes about Carlton. Will Smith <gasps> actually went on Arsenio Hall and made a ball joke. Now, I'm not calling him a hypocrite <laughs> because you know in Malaysia it's fine. You yeah, can be yeah. a thief and still say other people are stealing. It's completely fine. What <laughs> I'm saying is he should have understood. It was a joke, and that he was on live television, and really, you do not walk up there and smack another man. Right, I, I don't agree with the joke, though. Sorry, Douglas, but I know Will. You. I know Will Smith to be a very happy guy, or at least that's what he portrays now on social media. But with this big win for Best Actor for King Richard, right, his first Oscar being overshadowed it, by violence is a very exactly, sad thing. Exactly, e- even if the joke was unkind, you know. But he actually just issued an apology to Chris Rock. Here's ah, what he sorry, said. no cure. <laughs> Here's what he said, Lala. Let me read it, okay? Violence in all its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear and I reacted emotionally. And he said, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I was embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. And I agree with him. Then he apologizes to the Academy and ends with I am a work in progress sincerely will I mean it's good that he apologized for his actions I guess this uh, American soul they're very long winded no if he was Malaysian he would just say malu apa that's all done <laughs> this is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10am on Fly FM